Hello and welcome to another episode of the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. This is the second episode of the Explain series where I will explain uh, a sport for people who may not know much about the sport and it's going to be one that we will cover regularly and this week it is uh, my personal favourite sport, AFL. Um, and this sport uh, on the surface looks very complicated uh, but once you uh, dive right in it, it gets a bit simple. Uh, so to start off I'll explain some of the rules. Um, so there's 18 players on a team uh, in the highest level, the AFL, there are four players on the interchange bench and there is one substitute. Uh, with the interchange players, those four, they can just be swapped out as often as you like, but you can only do it 90 times in a game. And the substitute, once uh, they come on, the person that came off for them is off for the game. Um, so you really have 22 available players and if someone gets injured, you can swap them out. Um, for the for the substitute. Um, so that's in terms of players. Uh, when it comes to positioning, uh, there's a 6-6-6 six, six and six rule, uh, which means when the ball is bounced, you must have six players in the forward section, six players in the defensive section, and six players in the middle section. Uh, and when you dive in a, a bit closer, you'll tend to see different positions. Uh, back in the day, there used to be very specified positions like the right half forward or the left back pocket, uh, but now they're, they're more broader categories of positions or players and you kind of vary throughout. Uh, so in the forward line, uh, you'll often see one tour or key forward. They're the, you know, the big guy um, and they they tend to... Uh, kick most of the goals then you'll have a few smaller forwards around them um, and then you know maybe one or two more mid-sized to do a bit of both um, and then the same in the defense but flips so they're the you know defensive team so their tall f- defender might you know will play against the tall forward to try to stop them um, in the midfield things get a bit more complicated uh, but all you really need to know is that there is one tall guy who is a ruckman and he's the guy that taps the ball down and the other five players are all midfielders and they just roam around and get the ball a lot. Uh, when you're moving the ball, if you are running every uh, 15 steps, you have to take a bounce and then to move the ball to another player, you can either kick it or hand pass it uh, and a hand pass or hand ball is more or less just punching the ball out of your hand um, and then there, there are some other uh, specific rules um, that you can go into um, you know how to get free kicks and stuff like that um, but that's more complicated uh, importantly if you kick the ball 15 meters uh, and someone catches it on regardless of what team but it has to be a kick and it has to come straight off the player's boot it can't be touched by anyone uh, and someone else catches it, that is then called a mark, and you get a free kick, more or less. Um, and that's that's the simplest way to get a free kick, even though it's not technically a free kick. It basically is for all intents and purposes. Um, when uh, you're scoring, there are four posts, two big middle ones and two small outer ones. Uh, if you kick it between the two big ones, that's a goal, that's worth six. 
if you hit one of the big ones or kick it between a big one and a small one, that is a behind and that is worth one point. So that's some of the basic stuff in terms of rules. Um, you can look into it more. Um, the, the AFL website and YouTube channel have done AFL Explained videos and they explain it far better than I could. Um, but now I'm going to move into some of the more specifics uh, like the competitions. Um, so the first competition and the biggest competition is the AFL. Now the AFL uh, has had a bit of a weird history. Uh, AFL of course stands for Australian Football League but it used to be known as the VFL, the Victorian Football League, uh, and that was formed in 1897, and it, you know, went along with with its teams uh, until around the 80s and 90s when they started to expand into other competitions, um, and then renamed themselves the AFL and became the dominant uh, competition in, you know, Aussie rules, which is technically what the sport is called. Um, uh, it uh, has 18 teams currently. They are in uh, alphabetical order: the Adelaide Crows, the Brisbane Lions, the Carlton Blues, the Collingwood Magpies, Essendon Bombers, the Fremantle Dockers, the Geelong Cats, the Gold Coast Suns, the GWS Giants, the Hawthorne Hawks, the Melbourne Demons, the North Melbourne Kangaroos, the Port Adelaide Power, the Richmond Tigers, the St Kilda Saints. Uh, the Sydney Swans, the Western Bulldogs, and the West Coast Eagles. Um, and those have been the 18 teams since 2012. Uh, the most recent one is GWS, or Greater Western Sydney Giants, who joined in 2012. And the oldest ones, uh, Sydney used to be known as South Melbourne, as well as North Melbourne, Collingwood, Geelong, uh, Carlton, Collingwood, and Essendon. And there was another team uh, which has since been uh, merged with other teams um, who was a part of the original eight, but they're not in there anymore. So those are some of the teams in the AFL, but now we're going to move on to some of the awards. Um, and then we'll talk about some of the players who are winning those awards. Uh, so the biggest award is the Brownlow Medal. That is voted on by umpires at the end of every game. The uh, three umpires will get in a room and decide uh, which players were best, second best, and third best on ground. The best player gets three votes, second best gets two, third best gets one. Winner at the end of the season wins the whole thing. Um, then there is the Coleman medal, which just goes to the player who kicked the most goals. Uh, there are also other medals for the best player. Uh, the players vote on one, that's called the uh, Players MVP. The coaches vote on one, that's called the Coaches Award. Um, there's various media awards, and also each club holds a best and fairest uh, because the AFL, most of their awards are built off the back of best and fairest awards. So if you get suspended, you are judged as not fair and are ineligible for the Brownlow. And all the teams have different ways of judging what is fair, what makes you eligible, and they have their own rules for the best and fairest awards, as well as their own voting records, and I won't get into that uh, right now. Uh, for some of the players, the reigning Brownlow medalist is Ollie Wines of the Port Adelaide Power, and the reigning Coleman medalist is Harry Mackay of the Carlton Blues. Uh, so they were, those are two players who have just come off great seasons. 
Um, as well as the reigning premiers, Melbourne have some great players. Uh, Clayton Oliver, Max Gorn, uh, he's their Ruckman Oliver, and Christian Petrarca are both midfielders for them. My team, Geelong, has some superstars. Patrick Dangerfield has won a Brownlow in the past. Um, Joel Selwood is someone you'll see pop up a lot. Tom Hawkins uh, won last year's Coleman medal. Uh, some other great players uh, in recent years include Dustin Martin for Richmond, Nat Fife for Fremantle, uh, Marcus Bontempelli for the Bulldogs, um, and there'll be players to watch for the future as well. Um, I can't predict the future, but uh, Fremantle does have quite an up-and-coming midfield. They had uh, Chera and Andy Brayshaw, um, sorry, they had Chera, but he's now gone to Carlton, um, and they also have Caleb Sarong, um, so those players might be some to look out for for the future. The Sydney Swans have some good young talent, um, but we we don't know what's going to happen with that uh, yet, so there, there are some ones to watch players. Um, in terms of the season structure, each team plays 22 games and will get one week off during the season for a 23-week season. And then the top eight teams out of 18 go through to the finals. So the final structure is a little bit complicated, but uh, to try to not get too specific, the top four teams play against each other and the bottom four teams play against each other. That's five through eight. And then the... Losers, the two losers of the top four games play the two winners of the bottom four games, and the two winners of those games play the winners of the top four games from the week before, and that leaves two teams left, and they will play in the grand final. Um, it's the same structure that the NRL uses, uh, if you know that one already. Um, so if you know that, you already know the AFL one. Um, so that's you know some of the season structure for the AFL, but now I'm going to move on to some of the other leagues. Um, there is the VFL. Now, you may remember from earlier that the AFL used to be called the VFL. This VFL is a different league. It used to be called the VFA, the Victorian Football Association, and it is the oldest AFL competition. Uh, it goes way back to the 1870s, and the VFL, which is now the AFL, was formed by a split where the richest clubs split away, and that's why it's now, you know, a much better league, because it had more money to fund it from the beginning. And the VFA had a bit of a turbulent history. At times it was better than the VFL, but when the VFL became the AFL uh, a couple of years later, the VFA became the VFL and kind of became a reserves league under the AFL uh, for the Victorian teams. Um, there is also the WAFL, the West Australian Football League. Uh, they used to be around equal with uh, what used to be called the VFL. Um, but as the VFL got bigger and stronger and more teams came into it, um, the, the WAFL and WA as well as the SANFL in uh, South Australia kind of dropped off a bit, although those are two historic leagues with historic teams. And the Adelaide Crows and Port Adelaide Power Reserves teams play in the Sandful. And the West Coast Eagles and Fremantle Dockers teams play in the uh, WAFL. Um, there also used to be the NEFL, uh, the North East Australian Football League, um, for Queensland, New South Wales and uh, Northern Territory also had a team. That has since merged with the VFL. And so all the reserves teams from those places also play are in the VFL. 
Uh, you also have the TAC Cup, which is a youth competition. It is under 18s or under 19s. Um, it it kind of varies depending on um, circumstances um, and has changed a bit, but it's it's the youth league. Um, and there's also a league, some leagues in Tasmania, as well as some very famous uh, l- uh, local leagues and regional leagues in Victoria that you may have heard of, but they're not quite at the calibre of the other state leagues. Um, so that is an overview of some of the leagues, and that will bring us to the end of today's episode, uh, episode two of the Explained series on AFL. I uh, hope you've learned a thing or two about AFL. Please follow us on Instagram at MTA Sport Podcast, and please keep coming back to the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast.